You're listening to Redemption Cast Season 3, Episode 3, That Old Gang of Mine. Gunn is torn between old and new allegiances when he learns that his former gang is behind a string of brutal and indiscriminate demon murders. My name is Stephanie. I am Kimberly. And I'm Illyrio. Yay! Oh, wait. I'm Bruce. Hey, Bruce! (laughs) Bruce is here, live on the show. (laughs) Welcome, Bruce. You are our guest on Redemption Cast. Robin, we just Uh, went over this. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. Scared me. Welcome to the show. Uh, uh, you are the second official guest of Redemption Gas ever in existence. So, All right. That's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been, how long have you been listening? Are you, are you a new listener, or uh, have we been hearing your feedback for quite a while? <laughs> uh, since near the beginning, at least. I don't remember exactly when, but uh, pretty early on. Awesome. And uh, is this... Too. Is this your first time watching, or is this like your 81st? <laughs> uh, it's closer to the first than the 81st, but <laughs> now I've, I've seen uh, Angel all the way through, well, like, at least each season all the way through, probably four or five times. Oh, nice. oh so, wow. I'm assuming you watched it when it originally aired then, right? I did, although, and I don't know why, I really can't remember why, I did not go back for season five. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Now is that the final season of Angel? Yes. Yeah, it is. It, I, I maybe when Buffy ended, maybe I just kind of lost a little interest. I don't know. Interesting. I mean, <laughs> I remember watching Six Feet Under and just skipping that last season until like was on a podcast about it. <laughs> and I was a huge fan this. of Six Feet Under. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're here to talk about that old gang of mine, which uh, originally aired October eighth, two thousand one. Um, the same week that uh, Buffy aired the episode Afterlife. And uh, I actually was looking at the schedules this morning, and I realized that Angel actually was on a different night than Buffy at this point. It was on Mondays. Huh. And then Buffy would be on the next night. I thought they were the same on the same night for some reason. Maybe that comes later. Spoiler, scheduling spoiler. Jeez. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers, Buffy's only on for two more seasons. No. <laughs> uh, so, uh, first impressions, uh, Bruce. I'll, I'll just, you, you sign up for this episode. What's your first impressions? <laughs> was, um, this what the left, was this the last one that was left over? You're like, fine, I'll take it. No. no, no. It was more to do with the calendar than anything else. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very bad thing to 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 uh base your decisions on <laughs> according uh-huh. to us anyway well december would be better than any time after december so i just signed up yeah. for something early uh this this episode just uh seems kind of odd to me yeah maybe i i wonder if just i don't know you know without getting too far into it maybe it's the time lag from the last time i saw the palia arc Mm-hmm. where the animosity of gun comes from you know he was kind of upset before they went to Pylea, but it's i guess technically it's only been what a, a few months for them but i just uh the the animosity towards angel and towards this whole situation just leaves me kind of wondering mm-hmm. exactly where it came from well he he felt guilty he wasn't there for his crew and he almost didn't go to Pylea because yeah. they were going to have like a funeral for george i think yeah and then he decided to just go ahead and go to Pylea. Uh-huh. Was that his sister? Yeah, his sister was the vampire that he uh-huh. had to kill. Yeah, Like his but actual was, sister, that, not his sister. No, sister yeah. with a hard <laughs> uh, R. Yeah, that was the first season. And then at the end of the second season is when you know they had the whole face-off with the uh, undead yeah. cops. Wesley got shot. Uh-huh. <laughs> Zombie cops. Zombie cops. <laughs> that was um, awesome. 
Kim, you had pretty a pretty violent reaction to this in the comment section. Can you explain what you what you're? I hated every friggin' frame of this. Episode. Really? Wow. Like I'm watching it. I uh, going into it, I was like, I'm not gonna like this. I'm mm. not gonna like this. Mm. And I sort of gave it a shot, but then I was just like, this is getting me angry for no reason. I I I yeah. And then they had to do like. Like the excessive gun violence. I was like, really? (laughs) But what else are black people going to do on TV? It didn't matter if they're black, white, red, green, or yellow. It was just like, this is so ridiculous. Over the top is what it was. And then I was like, oh, here we get the, here's the lesson. Here's the reverse racism. And I was like, oh, this is hurting my heart. I can't watch this. (laughs) Yeah. So I had a, Just the reaction to it, where I was like, I can't, I, I, I was dreading us even talking about it right now. <laughs> well, well, I, I mean, oh, go ahead, Larry. Uh, poor Lauren. He just got his yeah. club fixed up from when some <laughs> idiot ran his car through it. <laughs> and now these, these jerks mm-hmm. come in here. There's no stronger word I could use. Jerks. Yeah. Stroll in there with their uh, submachine guns and start indiscriminately killing demons yeah and it was just like the whole the whole thing with fred never leaving and then when she does leave what's the most traumatic thing that can happen (laughs) (laughs) okay i mean i gotta say it totally freaked me out when people came into the club and started shooting up yeah Yeah. maybe mostly because i was like glued to my tv on friday the 13th when the bataclan got attacked in paris and it's like that's Mm -hmm. exactly Mm -hmm. what i flashed to um Yeah, poor Lauren. And then Gun's got Gun's got this whole uh, regret that he's not with his old crew thing, even though they're jerks. It's uh-huh. you know Wesley's all CSI though. For me, that was the highlight of the episode: the little Ziploc baggies, yeah. the little labels. <laughs> I, I, I I was I was I was sure at one point he was going to say medium velocity splatter. <laughs> right. it's funny when i was taking my notes i wrote down and gun steals wesley's evidence and i'm like wait a second wesley's not a cop <laughs> oh man little forensic science uh, home kit is what wesley got his hands on right yeah um stephanie did you wanna at that time was that like the height of csi as well I think it was like the beginning of CSI. Yeah. The beginning of CSI, yeah. <laughs> because CSI, they got, I think they debuted in like 99, maybe 2000. Don't yeah, quote me on that. Like 2000, 2001, I don't know. And I don't have like a machine to look things up on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I was, I was wondering. What is the inspiration uh, for this episode? What, what, what is this episode referencing? Is it referencing anything in particular? This is a Tim Minear episode. I don't yeah. think it's directly him. referencing anything. You mean like a specific yeah. event? Like a specific movie? Mm. Uh, well, like Slayers in the Hood? Is that what you're trying to... <laughs> That's what I wrote on my no, notes. Like, That's all I have. Like, I've never seen this movie, but maybe... <laughs> uh, what is it? Assault on Precinct? 13 maybe i don't know (laughs) (laughs) what i'm talking about all i know is it was horrible misery getting through this thing the first time and then i tried Mm -hmm. to watch it the second time and every time who's the guy that came from miami geo 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 every time he started talking i just zoned out he is the most loathsome oh. character I think has ever been created. He's all. He's almost. He's worse than Faith. I don't he, think so. He's almost <laughs> Hayden Christensen proportions of acting. That guy, um, I hate that. The actor was. He's the. I, if I remember from like my after school specials and movies at that time, he was always the guy that was causing shit in the crew. Always in, in every show, and I was like, "Oh, this guy again!" At least in this one, he wasn't wearing a bandana and like a jean jumper. Oh and I was like, man, oh. he needed a bandana, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been it for me. <laughs> I felt like 
Well, Steph, go ahead. What are you, what are you gonna say? No, I, I think I'm done. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Quotes, okay. <laughs> I mean, for me, what I wrote down was it's gun versus the homies. Yeah. And it was just, uh, it was, <sighs> my favorite part of the episode was when Wesley basically laid down the law and said, you ever do anything like this ever again, I'm going to fire her ass. Yeah. And mm-hmm. because frankly, yeah, you know what? Your allegiance to these guys is, is strained, but don't ever put us in jeopardy, man. Yeah. And Wesley being all chivalrous, getting up and, and, and snatching uh, uh, Fred off the stage. Oh, that was so cute. She's so tiny. She's like, yeah, like she's like ninety pounds soaking wet. Yeah. yeah. It was like no effort at all, just to scoop her up. He probably loved it because like I look so strong. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing what what, but you can you know accomplish when you don't eat a thing. (laughs) Um, She was starving herself in the in the cave. In the cave, yeah. Pylea. Pylea. Um, for me it was it was definitely uh and then cordy goes to talk to the 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 three most erotic yet annoying characters i've ever seen how dare you Uh, Transuting fury, furries, the, furies. furries, not furries. <laughs> n- n- none of them was dressed like a fox. <laughs> the transuting fur- furies were a trio of mystical women living in Los Angeles. They were powerful <laughs> beings who cast in the anti-demon violence spell on Lauren's bar. Caritas Angel needed the spell removed to fight Charles Gunn's rogue former gang who took the bar hostage. The spell not. Negating human violence, the fur, ah. the furies, the fur, fur furies, <laughs> furies told Cordelia Chase that they would require payment for such an act, and only Angel was equipped to repay the debt, <laughs> implying a past sexual relationship between the furies, furies. and Angel. <laughs> yeah. The fury spoke in a linked manner, speaking one word each as if they were one person. Only when mentioning Angel, they spoke at the same time. So are we supposed to believe that Cordy uh, did something for them? (laughs) Maybe showed them how to replace their batteries? (laughs) Maybe? It's a family show, apparently. No, it's not. Fuck off. Um, Bruce, don't wait to be uh, brought into the conversation. Interrupt. Oh, y'all are doing just great. So, so sorry. Please, Bruce. I, I have a question. Are we supposed to wonder? And I never do, but I wonder if I'm supposed to about Fred. What side she's going to take when they get to the showdown? I mean, a year ago she was living in a dimension ruled by demons, and you wonder if maybe she would like to see all the demons killed or something. Maybe. I mean, I thought it was a really great uh, move. I knew I knew exactly what was coming. I um, oh yeah i thought that she was gonna shoot it and then the little orb would have gone up like they would have and then there would have been tension afterwards because uh, they were like you're gonna kill me but she's not you a know? demon no but you, but you, she could still kill him because there was no protection right it is can't no, no, do demon that, on demon yeah but she's not demon <clears throat> yes exactly she's human so she could kill angel yes that's what I'm saying. Oh, never mind. I thought you said that <laughs> old thing was going to No, but you know there was the flash when they lifted the spell, right? Yeah. yeah. I thought that was going to happen as soon as she shot the arrow. Oh, wow. And then oh. there would have been all this tension afterwards because they were like, you shot me. Mm-hmm. That's so, where I thought it was going. I see. So, so I posted to Tim Inair's page, oh. and I said, I just read what I wrote. I, said, I just read a quote on a wiki page that said you loathed the Angel episode, that old gang of mine. Do you feel the same way today? I felt the character of Geo was incredibly loathsome, but the tension in the episode is great, and he gets what he deserves. I also liked how you were trying to explore Gunn's demon hatred. Great moments for the whole Angel Investigations gang. What's not to love? And he wrote back, there's so much not to love. So very, very much. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all he wrote back. I emailed him too, but I uh, must be busy. Yeah. <laughs> and then I commented like Angel's leather pants, and he said no. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't that that bothered him. 
I must say. Those leather pants are quite hilarious. Um, yeah, this episode didn't really do it for me. I mean, I, I mean that demon who was making those slurping noises. Oh, that and was. And it cute. turns out he was just drinking a slurpee, <laughs> a big gulp or whatever. That was awesome. Merle, love- poor Merle, got massacred. Oh, yes. Merle. <laughs> yeah, Angel's a dick. It's so hilarious. His scripted apology. Angel's a dick. (laughs) He's reading, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Months of therapy. I wrote down here that um, you know we get close to uh, Merle and and hear how he terribly feels, and that Angel really should apologize right before we kill him. And I and I wrote down this must be abbreviated Whedon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Merle. Merle had a full Rolodex. Yeah. Well, you know, he, he was a bit of a snitch. Yeah. You have to have contacts. Hmm. Where's the rest of Merle? There. 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 <laughs> yeah, that was something special. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. Maybe I'm just dumb, but, like, what, did this, was this episode actually racist, or was it... I no, know, I don't think it was angle. racist. I think it was trying to illustrate a point, but it mm-hmm. was so hammered over the head that, you know, you get that eye roll. You know, it felt very after school, especially. A and very it felt special like, episode of Angel. It felt like they mm-hmm. were treading the line of not trying to be racist. Yeah. You know, like they're like, but then I, I just wanted to scream out, this is reverse racism. Wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> So I think, yeah. Okay. You know, I just, I don't know. I just don't like when I see gangs of young black and Latinos mm-hmm. shooting things up. Mm-hmm. It really gets under my skin because it's such a stereotype. But I understand why they did it. Right. And because there's like a lot of unaddressed stuff that it still was hanging over the mm-hmm. Line. I mean, if Gunn is going to be a character on this show, we got to resolve the fact that he hates Angel, and this whole thing with his sister was set up to begin with in the first mm-hmm. season. And now it's like, and then they, you know, with the his friend getting killed, he runs off to Pylea. Um, you know, it's like they had to address it, but I guess they must, you know. I, I just felt like the whole scene in Caritas was so tense, and there was some yeah. great moments in there. Mm-hmm. When freaking Lauren gets clocked, and then he comes back, he stands back up, and he tells uh, mm-hmm. Gio what he's been running from, and mm-hmm. he's yeah. with the blood coming out of his mouth. That, that was, was great. Bad. That was very good. Yeah, <laughs> Gio's great. singing was not. Oh, <laughs> did you ever know that you're my hero? <laughs> 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 Uh, every single time Gio talked, it was just like, I just wanted to punch him in the face. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I would just really would love to hear from Tim Minear, find out what he yeah. would have done differently. Like, if he was doing this, doing this, writing this episode today, what would he do differently? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was trying to get something more from him, but mm-hmm. he must be busy. Yeah. He's a busy dude. I found it really odd that at the end... They just like, oh, yeah, they won't cross. The, they'll stay on their side of Venice Boulevard. What? Really? That's it? <laughs> yeah. That's all we're doing? Things are wrapped up really quick. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're just, I mean, yeah, Gio got eaten by that, uh, by that demon yeah. that was actually that, Oh, my God, oh, my God, yeah. oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, yeah. my God. That was, yeah, that was another one. It was like, I don't know, the whole guns and this. I thought gun killing that baby over. killer demon was, was uh, off that the charts. That was tense. That was very tense. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I get very overwhelmed when there are like two conversations happening at the same time, which is why I'm yeah. shit at like bars and parties. And that, and watching that part was really, really just getting me on edge. And then when Gun said "shut up and shot," I was really, really taken aback. Like that was a really, really good moment. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, that it was. was a really, really well done. The Lorne moments were good. But you didn't um, have to kill him. Well, you know, could have shot the wall. Now he's a murderer. I, I really enjoyed. See, I wish they had spent more time on the gun is totally fine with demons getting killed indiscriminately part. I don't think that we spent enough time on that. 
mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. like the whole idea of Wesley, like, we're like, are we really doing this? Like, did the powers send us a mission? Like, did they, like, why do we care? Like, that for me should have been the crux of the episode, and that got lost in the geo bullshit. That got lost in the machine gun fire. Um, mm-hmm. If they had spent, if 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 they hadn't stereotyped up the whole thing, and it had been mostly. Um, you know, like just Geo and a couple guys, right? Like not the whole gang. And then, um, you know, would, would maybe having gun be the guy that was like trying to tell his old buddy, Hey man, maybe you shouldn't do this. These guys are harmless. And then he says, well, actually I've been sending them on mission. Like, like when I said, like, like, like when he said, Oh, he's not rogue. I expected him to say, I've been sending him on those missions. I didn't expect him to say we were all there. Yeah. I think that uh-huh. diminishes it. I think it turns it into a gang a yeah. mentality and a mob mentality and a pitchfork and torches thing when I'm like hate crying. Yeah. yeah like... <laughs> and, and and instead of, you know, hey, have you ever thought about really just targeting the ones that are dangerous? Uh-huh. And then the dialogue could have gone there instead of focused on, you know, uh-huh. what it really was, which is, hey gun, prove to us that you're like one of us kill mm-hmm. kill angel like oh come on like talk about just rehashing shit that we've seen all over the place you know mm-hmm. it's like prove to us you're not a snitch kill this cop yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's like but i'm a cop <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you know which which is you know hello reservoir dog spoilers but <laughs> um there, there there's this whole there, there there's this whole missed opportunity i think in this episode that is is what I was hoping it would go to. And it really went a place that I thought was lame. My interest, I was really interested in this episode right up until it turns out that these guys are just all going out there and doing this as a gang. Mm-hmm. Um, if, 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 if they could have had the, some kind of conflict show up between gun and his old friend and gun was more on the side of, Hey, some of these are harmless, mm-hmm. you know, it just, it, go ahead. Seth. Yeah. Well, just like the uh, synopsis of the episode made it sound like, Gun finding out that his old gang was uh, was doing this was the mystery of it. Instead of Gun knew like right off the bat yeah. he did it. <laughs> yeah. There was no yeah. mystery there. No. It was more like him trying to figure out, you know, who he's going to be loyal to. Mm-hmm. I, exactly. I like what I like what this reviewer wrote. I I, I just highlighted this in the in my book here. It says. Um, when Gunn tells Rondell it's about the mission, you know, he's got it, you don't, um, talking about Angel, he's making a literal statement about the show's development into something far removed from what it was just a couple years ago. Almost a critical summation of this development, that old gang of mine can be viewed as a dark, troubling allegory on racism and xenophobia, cutting both ways, and a crack in the assumption that the world can be reduced to monochrome realities. Or it can be watched as a simple morality tale, which suggests that People who enjoy killing others are generally not very nice. Either way, Minear's story should be both enjoyed and thought about. In today's television of compromise, that in itself is worthwhile. Angel is never finer than when it's angry. This is raging. What? I disagree. Glad somebody liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Good one, Bruce. (laughs) My my take is slightly different from the the, uh, gang, from the... uh, mob mentality and that uh this seems like maybe the first time that they've dealt with uh the original watchers council version of how you're supposed to fight demons which is simply find demon kill demon mm-hmm. no context or anything if they're a demon then they're obviously they're different from you so they must be evil and that uh it seems like this might be the first time they've really dealt with that on angel and it's you know that's anyway that's how i saw it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> Man, <laughs> I, I mean, it's like we've already dealt with the fact that you know we shouldn't kill demons. Some demons are good. I mean, we, we one of our you know favorite characters on the show is Lorne. So it's like it's not trying to teach us that at all. I guess it's just I don't know. I I got more into uh, just you know how misguided Gun was and how he had to break past what he was originally so mm-hmm. angry about himself. And uh, get get you know get his head straight and realize who his real friends are. Right. I think what Wesley says to Gunn is really 
really the point. I, I understand some demons are good, but I think really what it boils down to is some demons are harmless. And that yeah. maybe it's not about going after demons who aren't good. What about just going after the bad ones, you know? Which I think is what you bet, Robin, but I think the word harmless is really, really key here. Merle is not good, but he's yeah. he's 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 no of no concern. He's a harmless, you know, hipster doofus of a demon. You know? He was very Kramer like actually. <laughs> yeah, some demons just wanna hang out and care toss and yeah. sing. Do nothing, you know, just hang out. Yeah. I had no idea. Maybe it was previously established, but I didn't know that humans could hurt each other in in Caritas. I thought it was... I thought, oh, really? Like, you thought no it was violence. a no-conflict, no-violence-at-all situation? Yeah. I did, too. That's what I assumed. That, huh. Like, no-violence, period. Interesting. You think that was the only way they could do it? They would have to go to get... So let, that's, that would be a different spell. Laura would have to get somebody else to cast a different spell on it or something. It seems like the whole, I mean, it just seems like kind of a weird way to do it, except to set up this episode. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was just convenient for the episode. There's another thing that kind of felt like it was under the, under the surface of this episode with the whole, um, I thought there was a bit of a gay, you know, gay panic homophobia in this episode too, where, you know, Geo and Rondell show up and, you know, Gunn's been acting all manly with them and they show, they show up at the bar and he's like, oh, I see who you hang with, you know, and, <laughs> and uh, you know, making it seem like he's less of a man because he Yeah, masculinity him. because yeah. he's not a, a, a gang member because gang yeah. members are masculine. Yeah. Or something. I don't know. Uh-huh. It, it, definitely, it, it seemed very, at least metaphoric. I think he was trying to hit on Several metaphors in this. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we have feedback. Yes, we do. We'll start Go with ahead. a voicemail from Moira. I'll cue it up here. And let's see. Are we going to play nice? Hey, Redemption Cast. It's so nice to have you back broadcasting again. This is awesome. It's Moira. So, my thoughts on uh, this whole gang of mine. Now, for me, this episode was a bit disappointing. Um, I think the whole premise of this gang that's lost its way, gone amok, it's just turned into a bunch of racist vigilantes, really. And it's uncomfortable to look at that, that sort of unbridled hate that doesn't discriminate you know, any kind of nuance in people. It's just really uncomfortable to see that. So I think that's partly why this was not very enjoyable for me. Um, and the guy, the character they've introduced, that guy from Miami with whatever deep, dark secret Lauren now knows about him, um, he's just obnoxious. And it's hard for me to believe that the other gang members would even put up with him. Um, so, yeah, I didn't enjoy him. But there was a bright spot for me. Exactly. Which was, surprisingly enough, Fred, because she turned out really to be kind of kick-ass. And I agree, prior to this, um, she was more of just a, a quirky peripheral figure. And it wasn't really clear, you know, whether she would become more interesting. But, you know, on this episode, she really did. And here is my prediction. I think that girl has a lot going on upstairs. She is intelligent. Um, and she is a survivor. She's gone through five years in a predatory landscape and managed to come through relatively unscathed, maybe not completely mentally, but relatively. Uh, so I think, you know, as she gets, uh, gets her, her footing again, she's going to get her equilibrium and she's going to end up coming out punching and swinging. I think she's going to be a tough little cookie. I hope so. Anyway, I think that'll be kind of fun. Um, oh, and you know, you're right. With respect to Wesley and the hair, it's a disaster. What the heck? What are they thinking? What is going on? <laughs> Please, Robin, tell me that's going to get better. Uh, it needs to get better. <laughs> it's just horrid. Yeah, okay. So overall, this one for me was just so-so. Um, I'm just going to give it a, a sort of a decent average, not abysmal, 6 out of 10. Daryl Dixon-esque badass crossbows. All righty. Till next time. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Moira. Daryl actually got it from Cordy. <laughs> Daryl carries a Cordy-esque crossbow around with her with, with them all the time. But 
Um, we have an email yeah. from Ian. Oh, wait, Ian. no. Answer Moira's question about the hair. Spoilers. Oh. Um, hair spoilers. Let me just, let me just say, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard, I think it's probably a newer phrase called the full Foggy Nelson. Um, <laughs> perhaps, uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't know. I never really noticed this hair before. I mean, uh, I hardly, I don't remember this haircut. Like this haircut doesn't stick out to me as being. So maybe it doesn't last. I don't think it lasts. <laughs> I think this is temporary. <laughs> Just like Cordelia's bob, I'm ready for the bob to. Oh really? I'm enjoying the bob out. quite a lot. To grow out. Yeah. I actually have something I was talking to Steph about spoiling you guys on. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> While you uh, think about that, Ian writes, okay. <laughs> Hi, receptioners. I thought he, I think he meant redemptioners. Receptioners? Your call is important to us, Ian. <laughs> um, I rarely watch this one. Not because it's bad, because of the inevitability of it all. Uh, the beats this episode has to it to tell its story. You know that the old gang of guns isn't going to waver and that analogies to real world problems will be made. All of that is good for the first time. After that, though, it gets harder to watch as I just want to get to the other side. Sorry, I have to clear my throat there. That said, there are some nice moments in this that I will bear with the episode four. The continued growth of Fred episode by episode is great to see, and here you have her punting a crossbow at someone's neck, holding her own despite being afraid. You have, you, you have empathetic Cordy, who just doesn't know what to do with Fred and is even more uncomfortable around the angel groupies. <laughs> the end is a nice moment. Uh, the end is a nice moment. We've seen two members of Angel Investigations both make big mistakes and then given an ultimatum by Wesley, def- defiantly not the man he once was. I know some people prefer the idea of all demons being evil, but the show can't be that way. It was built around two good demons, Angel and Doyle. It's only right the show explore the idea deeper as the seasons go along. What seems to be evil not always is, and vice versa. Thanks, Ian. Yes, uh, let me just backtrack here. We we barely talked about Miss Fred. Uh, This episode, if you didn't notice, is out of order. Um, in this episode, Angel is trying to convince Cordy to get Fred out. And yeah, deduce I was going to mention that because didn't she go to her house last episode? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was actually supposed to air before that vision thing. Why? And, why is it? Is it? Uh, was it? Um, I have no idea. I didn't get. I didn't see any excuses when I was reading about oh, it. Oh, I was going to say, does it have anything to do with September 11th? Because that's the, right around the time. Mm. That's interesting. I mean, yeah, this aired on um, October 8th, so maybe they figured we'll push the... Maybe. Uh, members. Yeah, it's weird. How about um, how about Fred singing crazy? Was that not the most Crazy. <laughs> that got a good laugh. Um, <laughs> she did that so well. Mm-hmm. It was impressive, because she was offbeat. Yeah. And that's not easy, man. And Cordy saying, I swear I didn't pay <laughs> <laughs> uh, Heidi wrote us an email, you guys. Would you like me to read it? Sure, Claire. I mean, Steph. <laughs> Claire oh, always oh, reads Heidi's Claire's emails. Oh, that's right. Okay. Oh, I got always. that for a minute. Okay. Heidi writes, uh, hey, guys. Yay, it's a gun episode. Said no one ever. Oh, <laughs> wow. gun. Oh, that was funny, Heidi. I love them trying to patch things up between Merle and Angel, even if it was just to show that demon violence can't happen in Caritas. Pearl Merle. Poor Merle. (laughs) Um, Have I told you guys how much more I like the theme music since it has words? (laughs) (laughs) I don't really care about the gun stuff going on, so I won't talk too much about that that's fine because i don't even know what happened in this episode i just couldn't i just couldn't deal with it (laughs) (laughs) fred singing about being crazy is one of the best things ever thug singing karaoke not nearly as fun (laughs) uh i hate that caritas 
uh, the place where violence isn't supposed to happen is gunned down and leave Lauren alone. I am also watching this on the day that a dozen people were killed by people with guns in California. Aww. It makes me grouchy. Yeah. The three witches, fairies, whatever, are quite infatuated with Angel. That was pretty funny. Cordy's ew was probably <laughs> the best part. That was a perfect ew. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Fred is awesome. She may be crazy, but she is brave. Wes is still the boss and puts gun in his place at the end. Angel likes to have people around him who are willing to kill him if it comes to that. I wonder if he made good on his debt to the three ladies. <laughs> Hoping for something better in the next episode. Until then, Heidi. Thank you, Heidi. Heidi, I agree. I concur on David, all points. David Boreanaz also is, is to be noted. Uh, he's, he's on fire in this episode. He's so great. He, he makes a lot of these scenes awesome to... The, the whole uh, problem with Merle at the beginning, the finding out that he was on the top of Merle, the list of people. That oh, yeah, that was great. I mean, Cordy did explain it was alphabetical. But, uh, yeah. yeah, that was awesome. Why am I and, at the top of this list? And just at the end, when he comes into the club, it's just like, yeah, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one. But um, and and just how how it ends where he's uh, you know, he forgives forgives gun but he's he says that it's not the fact that he could have killed angel but he didn't but that he knows that he he will kill him when it's time to kill him no that was very good yeah i and wasn't he- very happy with how the, the the gang member thing was like we bite we bite uh we bite geo in half and everybody's like Oh, it just got real. We just murdered a bunch of people. <laughs> I guess we'll put our guns down. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. Speaking of, does anybody want to hear the spoiler yet? Uh, what? Does anybody want to hear the spoiler yet? Yeah, sure. What the hell? We will never hear from Guns Crew ever, ever again. They're gone. Never again. <laughs> Gun is on Team Angel, and... That's it. Oh, okay. I guess I'll lose that there. Their side of whatever boulevard. Yeah. Is. Never coming on the show again. Was it Venice maybe or they got... <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they got some bad feedback about it. Oh. <laughs> or they just didn't, they just don't know how to write for a crew. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they wrote themselves into a corner or something. Yeah. Like think... they had to do, they had to do a gun centric episode and they were like mm-hmm. well this is all we can do and it's uh, too bad it's terrible i think you Tim just this? took a really big swing at this 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 and he just realized you know he, he wasn't happy with it when it turned out so obviously he doesn't want to go back to that hmm. so i have a question for Illyrio. yep do you feel there's going to be a weird sort of a love triangle that's going to happen hmm between oh, because the of the way that Gun smiled at Fred while she was singing, yes, that's what I thought. Oh and no, how she's so enamored with the angel because yeah. he brought her back. Yeah, and I was just like, oh no, are we going to have to deal with this now? <laughs> Wait, what? It, what a love triangle between Angel, Fred, and Gun? Yeah. Where he gun likes Fred, but Fred likes Angel. And Angel likes guns. No, <laughs> no, but it's gonna be like a little bit of like a Xander yeah. Buffy situation. I see. Do you ever yeah, I get mean, that feeling? I just, I just, it's the I first thing that popped into my mind. The first thing that popped into my mind was smirk. that Gun liked her, but yeah. not the whole triangle thing. No, you don't see like she was like she's so in love with Angel though. Yeah, well, we'll maybe next week will uh, enlighten us. No. Anyways, just a thought. Mm-hmm. Do you think that uh, Fred was so crazy that uh, Lauren just couldn't read enough of her to know that there was a whole <laughs> lot of bad crap getting ready to go down in his place? Hmm. Maybe that's a good point. I don't know. Huh. That's true. Huh? That just We're seems all like kind of focused in on Fred singing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love her. 
Fred is wicked awesome fan club too. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't really have much else about this episode. I don't have a lot of. I didn't have a lot of trivia on it. Um, and my notes. I think I've gotten to most of it. All I have left is ratings and quotes. Well, I, I don't think this was intentional, but I don't know. Um, usually, when they do this intentionally, when the folks at uh, uh, Angel take, redo a storyline from Buffy, they usually do it better. But in this case, that makes me think it wasn't intentional. But this is kind of like um, Riley finding out Buffy has been working with Hostile 17 and hanging out at Willie's Bar. Oh, yeah. And then later, it's kind of like Buffy finding out that Riley has been hanging out at the downtown vampire club. <laughs> and, the drug den. The vampire drug den. Yeah, yeah, the drug den. And, and they just kind of roll those together into one episode. But yeah, or one half of an episode that they stretched out to one. But either way, that was just some similarities. I don't know that those were intentional or not. What I think is intentional, especially since they're out of order, is the first three episodes of the season having somebody convinced that they're doing the right thing or what you're supposed to be doing. And, well, we'll see where it leads you. You've got Vampire James in the first one mm-hmm. after Elizabeth gets dusted doing what he thinks he's supposed to do because he was in love with her. The last episode, Angel against Skip, who, uh, as far as Angel knew, as far as we know, was doing good work or at least working for the good guys. And this week it's the gang up against uh, Angel because he's a vampire. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, they do that several times on Buffy, just thread them together. Not Sometimes it leads somewhere, sometimes it doesn't. It's just layering. But anyway, uh-huh. it's just something I noticed in these first three episodes. Misguided antagonists. Yeah. Antagonists. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's never, it's always, it's always, uh, um, better drama, better tension when it's not just a clear cut bad guy. And it's somebody who's doing something because he thinks it's right. Uh-huh. Um, Amy Acker said that uh, at, uh, I landed the role of Fred at first. I thought I was just doing three episodes. I had a normal audition and at the final callback, I was the only person there. So I kind of thought I was the one who got it. They said they were looking for another girl character for the show, but they didn't know who it was going to be. So we kind of convinced them to use me. Joss Whedon wrote a little screen test, and I went and filmed that with J. August Richards and Alexis Denisoff, and I found out about a day later. Huh? It's posted in the group. Oh, it is? Hilarious. Oh. I posted it a few weeks ago. And then she said, uh, when she was asked about whether she could sing, she said, uh, I can sing. Whether or not I sing well is another thing. I'm not a singer. <laughs> oh, she's so cute. Oh, I have a bonus scene? I don't know. It's a conversation between Cordy and Fred. Cordy says, you're exactly the sort of girl who would have hated me in high school. Fred says, oh, I'm sure that's not true. And Cordy says, no, it is. I pretty much saw to it. I was a cheerleader, had power, popularity. You didn't know me then. Fred says, no, I didn't. I knew you when you were a princess. <laughs> that's, really, that's really nice well I'm all out of points yes did you guys ever know that you're my heroes uh, yes <laughs> absolutely are we doing are we doing ratings first or quotes uh, any final points before we rate this sucker I just want to suggest that, yeah, if, if you get it to an episode like this and Illyrio hit on uh, one of them, just maybe try to figure out what the impact is on the characters. I think Wes pretty much nailed his. He showed himself at the end as far as what he won't put up with. Mm-hmm. Angel making uh, urging Gunn to make a decision. And I just don't know what happened with Fred. She pointed a gun, pointed a arrow and. Uh, I don't know. Well, Wesley uh, um, ushered him, uh, ushered her into the back of a cab, and before joining her, confronted Gunn, and then he got into the cab. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, you know, as badly as it was done, I was glad there was something done with Gunn in this episode. I, I forgot to mention, I really like the part where he comes into Caritas and he gets a drink, and then Lauren just just standing there looking at him, and Gunn's like, don't even... <laughs> don't pull your voodoo on me. Uh, but uh, it's like he knows. And it's interesting that Wesley also showed up at Caritas, not just to get Fred out of the house, but because he was trying to figure out a case and he figured he'd just go up there and sing and <laughs> work it out that way. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was expecting Wesley to go up on stage next before all the shooting happened. Wasn't he next in line? One can only hope. <laughs> oh, so it's scary when the you know the guns go off and all of a sudden the demon blood goes all over Fred and uh. she's just like freaking out. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <sighs> like, why? Why would she even go out ever again? And she has a good argument. Like they, they're like, well. <laughs> it won't happen this time. We promise. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Poor Fred. Alrighty. So uh, it seems to be rating time. Uh, Bruce, would you like to go first? Uh, uh oh, I've got to head a system, don't I? Um, no. <laughs> sure. Do you want us to come back to to come back to you while you think? No, no, I don't want to think about it that much. Okay. Um, <laughs> this this, uh, this may seem extraordinarily low for, for this podcast, but I'm going to go with a five mm. demon blood spatters out of ten. Nice. For this podcast? <laughs> We've gotten some low scores. <laughs> I was, I was going to give it the same. I was going to give five out of ten simple bad episodes. I oh, did not oh, like oh. this. Oh, did you it hear that episode? Angry. She she won't even give you a a, a, a zinger of a rating system. Wow, can't be bothered. Like they, there were some funny bits. Yeah, like all the stuff at the beginning with Merle. I yeah. I, I was just like, oh, this is going to be an episode full of quotes. And then I was like, oh God. <laughs> Yeah. Quite literally, get me out of here. I couldn't. I I was tempted to not even watch the rest of it. I'm like, I know how this episode ends. I've mm -hmm. seen this 50 different ways on 50 different television shows. Anyways, we've killed it. So I'm just, yeah. <laughs> uh, this episode got a point for um, Lauren being awesome. It got a point for Fred singing. I got a point for Wesley being uh, all uh, speak softly, carry a big stick. Uh -huh. uh, and it got a point for nothing else. I'm giving <laughs> this episode three out of ten strangely erotic lesbian floaty things. <laughs> there were three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Is it my turn? Yes. Sure. Yeah, I, I don't even know what happened to this episode. Um, Amy Acker is so cute, and yes. that is the only reason it gets three out of ten baby eaters. Oh, that's a good one. I should have actually done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, you'd figured that this would be like your ideal man. Right, Kim? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think Tim was just really trying hard to um, explore a few things. And, you know, the, the interesting thing is even when it was done, it was like he even realized that he was he kind of screwed things up a bit or didn't get mm -hmm. across what he wanted to or do it the right way. So maybe Disney will buy it off him for four billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I felt all, like like I was saying in my comment to him, I, I really think that um, all the characters had some great moments in this. There was some really excellent tension that's built up. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, it's unfortunate, you know, that it's a black gang with uh, machine guns. Exactly. Um, you know, shooting up a bar. And, you know, that's very, very unfortunate. <laughs> like, even if, if gang's gun, uh, gang's gun, if gun's, gun's gang, gang. <laughs> if gun's gang was, you know, United Colors of Benetton, like, it would just be, I don't know if it would have stung as much, but it would have just, 
it's like, oh, now we've got the, the youth thugs trying to be like, you know, it just, I don't know. I, uh, I it's a hard pill to swallow watching the episode. That's yeah. pretty much it. Even if they were, say they were all Asian or they were all white or they were all Indians, it just would have been like, what, what's with all this, this hate? But that was part of it, you know, yeah. so. So I'm going to score it higher than you guys, but not too much. I'm going to give it a 6.5 karaoke machine warranties. <laughs> because the karaoke machine, guys, they shot the karaoke machine. They did. That was terrible. I guess I'll have uh-huh. to go to Canadian Tire and buy one for $250. <laughs> you get one at Best Buy for 99 bucks. Hello. All right. So uh, this episode got a... Uh, <laughs> Uh, four point five. Wow. Yeah, it deserved less. Um, <laughs> yeah, that brings they bring up a lot of points. They just don't go anywhere with them that yeah. I can see. Yeah. At least not in, not in this Missed episode. opportunities, anyway. man. Yeah, I think I think that they were trying to hit a message home that just was completely missed. Like you said, it just missed opportunity. Yeah. The garage doors opening. Well, that's Sorry. what we thought. Uh, you can always tell us what you think by sending us an email at redemptioncast at gmail.com. Uh, yes, you can send us an email there. You can tweet at us at redemptioncast. You can mm-hmm. join the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash potential cast. We're not going to bother to rename the group. Um, and uh, you can go to redemptioncast.blogspot.com where we uh, post the episodes on a blog and you can download it like it's 1996. Uh-huh, you can uh-huh. find us on any podcatcher you want to use. You just do a search for Redemption Cast and you'll find us and you can download us and you can be one of our many subscribers. Also, feel free to go to YouTube and uh, find the YouTube versions of this. It's a lot of fun and you can always click on an ad or two because domain space is expensive. <laughs> And I'm almost up to 20 cents this year in ad revenue, guys. All right. Hey, Kim, that's 20 cents American. What? That's like a dollar. That's almost a dollar now. Uh. A loony for you non-Canadians. <laughs> All right. Hey. Uh, it's because there's a loon on the coin, so we yeah. call it a loony. <laughs> yeah, I have one right here. There you go. And there's a polar bear on the $2 coin, but we call that a But there's a loon right there. (laughs) See the loon? The loony loon right there. It's a little too close. Loony, 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 loony. Stepped over my joke about the toonie. Yeah, I know. Come on. Sorry. Womp, womp. Hey, I think it's quote time. Uh, Guest, go first. My angel. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) My new ringtone. I like, guess we mm, can cookies. say we can say it together, so it counts as one quote each. No, the, the three of you have to say it together. <laughs> Where's Gabby? Mm, Angel. <laughs> oh, Angel brought Merle donuts too. Mm, donuts. <laughs> Wrong show. Oh. Bruce. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I swear to God, she picked out the song herself. Oh, <laughs> you took my second quote. I only took two. Sure, I like her. What's not to like? She's sweet and adorable and seems to be laughing at something that Shrub just said. (laughs) And he just took my quote. Good. I deleted my notes already. (laughs) What do I want? I want to be left alone. I want... No, that's from uh, Field of Dreams. What do I want? I'll tell you what I want. What I really, really want. No, that's from a song. Wait. What do I want? I'll tell you what I want. I want back the three months I spent in therapy after being hung upside down in a sewer. That's what I want. And closure on that anecdote. (laughs) Anyone else? All righty. Well, thank God that's over. Uh, hey, uh, Robin, what's on the slate for next time? That old gang of mine been watched a thousand times. We're going to watch it again. Oh, no, God. we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. Uh, we are going to be watching Seize the Nights, a.k.a. What? Carpe Noctum. Oh, Fortuna. <laughs> oh, oh, lightsabers. Oh, oh, oh.
Lightsabers! Sorry, those are the unofficial lyrics to the Phantom Menace thing. Yeah, Bruce, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you um, you spending the time to actually sign up for Google Plus to do this. Uh, I know how much of a pain all of Google services are with their interface choices and how it's really kind of just bogged down in bureaucracy. So thank you so much. It's for, been for a pleasure and certainly nice to talk with everybody. You know, I'm, I'm impressed. I know you got, Gabby is not with you, but uh, keep on going. You're getting closer. Getting closer to a goal, which might have a reward. She's like a little Obi-Wan ghost just standing off camera. Yeah. Just watching. Gabby, why didn't you ever tell me? Why didn't you ever tell me? Well, from a certain point of view. Yeah, from a certain point of view. Uh, Gun is my father. Uh, not likely. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, thanks, everyone. Really appreciate this. Bruce, do you have anything you want to plug? No, just uh, keep coming back to uh, Redemption Cast. Cool, cool. I agree with that one. Well, folks, until next time, goodbye. Namaste, y'all. <laughs> Bye. Good night. Friendship is rare. Do you know what I'm saying to you? Friendship is rare. have a show for you today don't we robin oh yes on this episode angel awakens um <laughs> and uh that was a joke that just went nowhere i was we're all excited <laughs> about star wars and except for kim kim's not nah. now i'm drinking coffee and hopefully my jokes will get better because <laughs> everything's better with caffeine you're gonna need a lot of coffee <laughs> <laughs> I got right, a bad feeling about this thank you I'm here, I'm here all week <laughs> alright ready
think I turn around and say. Ten feet off the ground.